0: Hey night owls. Welcome to the first cozy sode of the season. <laughs> I'm sticking with cozy sode. I love it. That works. This I'll is like Rachel it. and this is Krista. <laughs> and uh, per our usual mini sodes, um this week, I'm going to tell you about a little cozy mystery that I, well, I thought it was going to be a cozy mystery. Let me, let me preface it with that. Oh. So I have like the Kindle, like unlimited, whatever. So I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I will find something like cute and like, you know, a small publisher or whatever, like something totally random. Cause yeah. I have some like longer Christmas books I thought about doing for this, but I don't have, I didn't have the time. So I was like, we're going to do a short story, which seems like spot on for a mini. So right. Yeah. This is the worst short story I've ever read in my entire life. Oh, no. <laughs> so it's called A Little Christmas Murder. Oh, wait. A Little Paris Christmas Murder. Sorry. Got to have the Paris part. A Paris Bookseller's Mystery, a Holiday Short Story. So this is a series, apparently. So it's like a short story like for Christmas for the series. So, so basically.
1: The, the series is normally longer books then, I'm assuming. Yeah. So this
0: is. Oh, okay. Yeah. And this is a short story in the series, basically. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. a little add-on that somebody did for the holidays. Yeah, makes I sense. I want to write a whole book and I don't blame them after I read this. Um, <laughs> Maybe they tried and they were like, you know, we'll just end it. Who cares? So it's like, it's on Kindle, right? And so mm-hmm. each page is like 3%. So it took <laughs> me like zero time to get through this thing. Like I literally finished this in like a half hour. Oh, wow. And... Um, basically the premise here is, I assumed there was going to be murder, but you know, spoiler alert, there was no fucking murders. What? Uh, yeah. Right. (sighs) There wasn't, there wasn't even like an attempted murder. I just, I can't even. So basically the story is that this lady, I think her name is Ava, Ava Sext. And they always give her full name, Ava Sext. And it gave me a very like Belinda Blinks, like feel what every time they were like, Ava Sext said, and I'm like. Okay, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. I'm rolling my eyes, you guys. I can't. I, like, I can't. <laughs> they needed to get and their word count to- up. I, that's probably it, though. So Ava Sext is the main character, and I guess she has just moved to Paris, and it's Christmas time, and she is a bookseller who, like, on the side with, like, I think it was, like, her uncle who has recently passed away. Um They were, like, armchair detectives. They would do, like, mysteries and, like, stuff because they kind of, like, allude to that. So I don't know exactly what kind of things that they would solve. But basically, like, that's what she would do in her free time. Like, she sold books, and then she, like, helped solve, like, low-key local mysteries. Classic, classic cozy, cozy mystery books, right? Um, so she's just moved to Paris and it's like her first like holiday alone because her boyfriend like is like a film director or something. And so he's in Mexico like filming and like the, uh, her best friend, business partner person that she normally hangs out with is also out of town, like with his family. And so she was like, Oh, okay, that's fine. Like, it's my first year in Paris. Like I'm going to have a great Christmas all by myself. Like, I think she's got a cat. They never refer to it as a cat. They refer to it as her animal, but the way they said that, it jumped onto the windowsill and then out the window made me realize it's definitely a cat. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, well, I guess that's context I would've gotten from the other books. <laughs> um, so basically Ava's like, it's cool. So like it starts off with her just like decorating her apartment. Like, the most boring chapter ever. <laughs> They're, like, she's having a story, and she's talking to her cat, and she's decorating her apartment. Like, wow. she's on Christmas lights, and now it's great. And, like, there, there are, like, no transitions in any of this. Like, people stop, like, mid-conversation and, like, just, like, move on to the next thing. I'm, I don't know if they were, like, intentionally trying to keep it short and, like, accidentally cut too much or what. Um, so, she finishes decorating her apartment, and, like, the... But I think, like, by the Louvre, or no, by the CN, they were doing, like, a big, huge, like, Christmas fair. Okay, so Ava decides that she's going to go down and, like, check out this, like, Christmas fair. And so she meets with, like, some various people. Like, she meets with, like, this guy who makes, like, cakes. And so she, like, talks to this guy about, like, how exciting this Christmas fair is because it's her first one. And she's really enjoying it. And, like, they basically just, like, talk about, like, all the cute little stuff that she sees. And then there's this bookseller that she's, like, friends with but, like, not, like, close-close because, like, her close friend is gone, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, this is bookseller person that she's, like, familiar with, and he was, like, well, since you're going to be alone, like, why don't you come help me sort books at the Count's house? So, like, I guess the Count has, like, a huge collection of, like, extremely rare books like you do when you're a French billionaire.
1: Yeah, when you are, like, called the Count.
0: Yeah, exactly. So she was, like, okay, yeah, sure, I will totally do that. And he was, like, well, he brought, like, some books to sell at this, like, fair or give away at this fair or whatever, like, that he doesn't really keep, they're not, like, special, like, not antiques or anything, and so he was, like, why don't you look through these books, and so he's just, like, yeah, sure, cool, and, like, she picks out, like, a cookbook or whatever, and, um, there's not a lot that happens in this book, I'm not kidding, um, she, like, picks out a cookbook, and then they were, like, oh, let's all take a picture together with, like, me and my, like, two friends that I know in Paris, because, like, they were wearing, like, uh, most of the vendors were dressed up, like, like, wise men and Santa, and, like, so, they're like yeah sure let's get a picture together and so they like stand in front of the river to take a picture and the way they describe it is like the they go to take the picture but like the crowd around them kind of like surges in their direction and one of the people just falls into the cn oh end of chapter huh. i'm in good let good cliffhanger yep yep so he had that guy that fell in like the next scene is like her and the other guy who makes the cakes like at the hospital be like oh no what's going to happen to this dude and they're like well they put him into a coma um <laughs> they got him out but they put him into a coma <laughs> but like it's just so funny like they will be like literally mid-conversation and then it'll be like and then she walked away i'm like but i i didn't feel like that was really the end of a conversation yeah it like what like, a bitch like, like hello um it was like it was literally like a two-sentence exchange in which nothing occurred and then you walk away so like that happened a lot um and so like like i said the transitions are terrible so they're with the, the at the hospital with this guy and she was like well what if it was murder like, attempted Ooh. murder. She's, like, maybe it wasn't like that, and this, the cake guy was, like, yeah, okay, whatever. She's, like, no, no, he told me, the book guy who's in a coma now, told her right before he got pushed in that he made a, like, a genealogy discovery that mm. would, like, make him famous, and he does know this, like, count person, right? Mm-hmm. And so they were, like, well, that's interesting, like, maybe he, because, like, the Parisian people, like, French queens used to give birth in public, so, like, you could prove that she gave birth, like, that was uh-huh. And, yeah. like, so you couldn't, like, stop the baby because it was a very public, like, display. So, like, French people are very, like, um, like, lineage is very, very important. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're related to, like, most of royalty as a fucking count. Yeah. So, they're, like, okay, well, like, maybe he discovered something and told somebody and, like, they didn't want him to tell because it would ruin, like, ABC or whatever. Right? Which, mm-hmm. okay, that's, that's like, a, that's a reasonable theory. Yeah. I could, I could totally see that. So, I was, like, it's okay. Motive for murder. murder or a right. Murder. And so, she's exactly absolutely emotive so she ends up going to the count's house because they were supposed to go there to like catalog books and she like this this whole chapter is like one of the most inconsistent and it kills me so like she like walks in the door and she's like hey like this is who i am and she like meets his like house maid lady live-in governess person Mm -hmm. and she's like super cold to her and i was like well she's suspicious um (laughs) (laughs) like right off the bat um and so she like goes to tell tell the count like who she is and he was like oh no like i heard about the accident like i hope he's okay like we're great friends let me give you a tour of my house and so like she kind of like walks around and he like tells her some of his lineage and stuff and she tries to like low-key ask questions about like the other guy but then like halfway through this chapter which is like four pages she's like i wonder if he knows about the accident i was like you literally discussed it when you walked in the door
1: yeah how stupid are you
0: Yeah, and then, like, two sentences later, they discuss it again, like, and she's not suspicious. So I was like, maybe they intended to say, like, maybe he knows something about what occurred, Hmm. rather than, I wonder if he knows about it. But the way it was, what came across in the writing was, like, I wonder if he knows that this happened. Yeah. Like, yeah, he knows. (laughs) I <laughs> know like a few instances like that where it's just like, but I wonder if they know. And I'm like, they fucking know you just talked about it. Yeah. You literally just like, talked. So I've seen her uncle was the one carrying their little like side mystery business. I'm going to go with. Yes. Yeah. So she like ended up like inheriting her uncle's apartment or something in Paris, which is why she's there now. Mm. But after he passed away, he like g- gave it to her. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I gathered from the very limited information in the short story. <clears throat> so she's suspicious of the count. Right. And um, now I'm trying to remember. It was, that was, like, one of the things I really focused on. Uh, she asked him, like, did you go to the fair? Like, classic question. Mm-hmm. He said no. And so they end up, like, um, searching the book antique guy's office to see if they could, like, figure out, like, what it was that he discovered. Like, her and the cake guy. <laughs> cake guy, book guy. Book guy, cake guy, yep. Count. <laughs> <laughs> Three, we're so, four characters. Four whole characters, yeah. So, and a cat. <clears throat> and an animal. Yeah, just or an animal. <laughs> You no, know, not necessarily a cat. It could be a lemur, for all I know. I really don't. That's true. So her and the cake guy, after her like exchange with the count, where she was like, "Okay, that was kind of suspicious. Like, I should look into this a little bit." So like her and the cake guy go and check out the book guy's office, and they start going through, you know, like his computer, but they couldn't because there wasn't a password. Like they really spent time on this in the plot. Oh. <laughs> really did. Like it was like a whole paragraph about it. <laughs> it would be dumb if the computer was searchable. Absolutely it would be. <sighs> <clears throat> so they search his office and they do find some like DNA results that show initials of the book guy as being related to the count's mother huh? somehow and they're like okay like maybe he's like a long lost cousin you know what I mean like, mm-hmm. like he playing to this so like they're pretty sure at this point like it's a, it's a genealogy issue and then they get the pictures back from the photographer and they're like oh the count was at the fair. He lied. He lied. It's obviously the count. Mm-hmm. I'm almost to the end. I'm not kidding. I'm almost oh, to the end. it's going to wrap up quick. <laughs> it wraps up very quickly. <laughs> this is going to be a very short cozy so. <laughs> and so I know we can just talk about how terrible it is. It's fine. <laughs> um so like I literally feel like they like skipped a chapter or something in here. So like the next thing is like we're going to go back to the count's house. Yes, we definitely are. And so they like get to the count's house. They sit down. They confront him about the like being in attendance and he was like, Well yeah, I just like didn't really want people to see me there. Like I didn't want to like admit that like I still enjoy going to, you know, a Christmas fair at my age because he's like in his sixties. Like he's an Mm. old dude. Um and then literally they were like, it was the maid. (laughs) (laughs) And she was like, it was an accident. Um She just, like, blurts it out. Like, it just kind of, like, comes out because they're just, like, talking about genealogy a little bit because they were, like, trying to figure out, like, how, like, maybe where this DNA is. So they were like, okay, maybe, like, the Count knew about it and told somebody, and no, the book guy never told the Count about this DNA lineage. So it turns out... Spoilers. If you're worried <laughs> about it. Um, it turns out that the Count was illegitimate. Oh. So the Count's parents couldn't conceive. They were second cousins. So, because bloodlines. Yeah. Yeah. so they were unable to conceive, and so the Count actually ended up being like a bastard from his mother's side, like Hmm. his mom's bastard, Um, right? Obviously, because I couldn't go around. Um, And so, I'm honestly not super sure where the book guy ended up being related to the mom went, because at first they thought maybe the book guy was like a cousin, right, or a bastard, Mm -hmm. or a nephew, or something like that. But then they said that The book guy was actually, like, the Count Senior's child. I'm like, well, that's not Mother Lineage. Yeah, no, that would be the... So another inconsistency, (laughs) yeah. Also, like, the maid lady wasn't even trying to, like, kill the guy. She was like, I just wanted to talk to him, and the crowd pushed me, and then I ended up, like, bumping into him. Oh, wait, so did
1: he die? Or no, he was in a coma. Did he come out of his coma? Yep, took him out of his coma. Huh, so did they... So then did he tell everybody who he is? Like he didn't like wrap it up and was like, oh,
0: I'm this person's this person. If he did, it wasn't very notable or very long Mm. because literally the end was just like, oh, no, she definitely did it. And then they like went on to their Christmas because the count flew her boyfriend in for Christmas.
1: Well, that was kind of him. This is a stranger.
0: I was like, okay, there are so many questions I have. Like, I guess, like, the governess lady's mom also was, like, a governess for the house, and so Mm -hmm. her mother was there, like, when the whole, like, affair went down Uh, with the countess and her, like, other lover person so like it's like something that like it was like a secret like passed down to her mm. so like she felt like obligated to be there and then she didn't want him to like lose his parentage but he also was related to a billionaire so like he's a count on his dad's side but since he's not technically a count he his other father is a billionaire
1: oh so either way he's got money so he's fine
0: either way he's fine I was like okay why is this really a scandal other than he would like lose his title as count like yeah. but I guess that that's like what's important I don't know, know, but
1: he's also, like, 60. Like, do you still need to be a count
0: anymore? Right. And this guy was just like, oh, I don't really, like, the count, like, took it so well. He was like, huh, well, I know my father loved me, and I know my mother did, and they had the relationship that they had, and that's cool. They did Mm -hmm. their own things, it seems like, because they only got married for, you know, money, basically. He was like, I have enough money that I don't need to go find this billionaire dad that I supposedly have. So, I guess we're cool. (laughs) Flies in Ava's sex boyfriend No, calls it a day. Well,
1: how many? Um, I don't even know what to pick. How Stars? many animals is it
0: worth? Yeah,
1: how many animals out of five? Oh, we're
0: gonna go with a one.
1: A one, oh. maybe maybe two if I'm generous. Wow. Uh, did you ever say who it was by? I don't think you did. Who wrote
0: oh. it? Hold on, I'm gonna have to pull my tablet back up. I forgot.
1: Um. So we know to avoid.
0: Avoid this person. Sex. Evan Hurst,
1: H-I-R-S-T, though, not, like, oh, Hurst. No. thought it was going to be by a woman, so.
0: I I did, too, but I think maybe that explains some of the, mm-hmm. like, lack of, like, detail in the transitions. Like, it's so weird when they're just like, yeah, I did this yesterday. Yeah, I did this yesterday. And then next scene.
1: Also, well, that I'm also wondering, like, is he self-published? Did he just, like, self-publish on Amazon and just went for it?
0: I'm really wondering because it's on Kindle Unlimited. Yeah, so, and a lot of those people are. Yeah. Yeah. I literally was just, like, looking for, like, a holiday short story mini-cute mm-hmm. episode that was kind of cozy. But, like, my biggest disappointment was, like, the inconsistencies in the writing, which basically ended up just getting comical. Like, <laughs> hmm was no freaking murder. It wasn't even an attempted at murder. It was literally like they get to the end basically, and they're just like, "Ha ha!" It's all a big misunderstanding. Yeah. Oh, what an accident! Like, oh, okay, oh, no. everyone's fine. <laughs> so, benefit of the doubt. Like, he was given like a, you have a week to write a freaking Christmas short story to tack to your series. Mm, Do you know? What yeah. I mean? So, like, there's there's a chance, but I I haven't looked into any of his other books yet. I don't know how many are in the series. I am not particularly interested in pursuing his writing style. Yeah. So that was what I read. And I don't really recommend it. Okay. But if you want a laugh about how terrible someone's writing is that got published or if you want to feel really good about your own writing? Maybe check it out. I might recommend it.
1: Yeah. Well, I can turn it around. I, I, read, I also read a short story that I was going to do my cozy sewed on and then didn't because it's a very, very, very short story and the only way to fill the episode would be to read the story. Mm. But it was super Bring good. On. We got time. It is called uh, Deal of a Lifetime by uh, Frederick Bachman. Okay. And he's the guy who wrote A Man Called Of, although I've heard it pronounced A Man Called Oove. I it's thought it was Ove. Ove? I, don't I have know what, no idea. I have no idea. It got turned into I know what a book movie. you're referring to. Yeah, it got turned into a movie, and I really want to see it, but it's. I think it's dubbed. Because oh. I know it's not in English, because he's mm. from wherever the hell he's from. Stockholm, I think. Stockholm. <laughs> um, like Sweden.
0: Sweden, That's Sweden.
1: Yeah. So, either way, so the super teeny little short story, like, in the hit, you might like, writes this little preface preface thingy for it and he's like yeah i wrote this like one night like my wife and kids were like asleep in the bed and i was sitting on the floor and i just wrote it so he like writes this freaking thing in one night but he's a super good writer so it's fine that's good basically it's about this guy so he's like this older guy um and it starts out and it's like he's writing a letter to his son and he's like hey like um i killed somebody tonight like would it matter if it was a kid what like does it matter who it is that i kid killed does it matter if it It was for good does it matter if it was to save a person's life um and so then he goes on and he's like telling this story how like he's like super stupid stupid rich um but (laughs) he was he was a really bad dad and he like left when the kid was like 12 um and he doesn't have like a super ton of like contact because like the son is a bartender and is super happy and that matters more to him than money. And the guy is like, he's like, and I know I was a bad dad, um, but he ends up getting diagnosed with cancer. And so he's like mm-hmm. in the hospital for this and he meets this little girl who's like five who also has cancer and she's oh. coloring, she's coloring a chair red because the chair wants to be red. Of course it does. And then she has her rabbit that she named Babbit because that's his name. Like it's adorable. So like in it, it's like oh everybody did assumed because like she couldn't say the word rabbit or because it rhymed, and she was like, "His name is Babbit." I don't like I don't understand like why do adults that why don't you understand that his name is just Babbit? Like why do you need to like make a thing out of it? But so she's like coloring on the chair and he's all like old man grumbly and he's like, "Oh you shouldn't color on chairs." And she was like, "I have cancer. You can do anything you want when you have cancer. Nobody tells you no." And she just keeps going along coloring her chair. She's not wrong though yeah seriously um and then so they start talking about how like because i think then it's like the next night or something that they like he's like out having a smoke and the little girl's like oh are you scared like are you scared of the woman in gray and he was like yeah so the woman in is in gray is their um what should we call it? grim reaper basically
0: like a nurse no so like- this
1: is like like literally like the grim reaper who oh like comes because he's from you. sweden got it yeah so okay. they call got so it. she's the lady in gray um mm. and so like so she just comes and like he ends up like talking to the lady in gray at some point like they he did a great job of it uh it's like talking to her and is like he's like i've seen you before and she was like yeah we're not supposed to have favorites he's like we're not supposed to look at you guys in the eyes because so he was a twin originally um mm. and he ended up killing his brother in the womb and so he's like, have I always been this cutthroat? Like, have I always done this? And she was like, and then the woman in gray at one point, she's like, she was like, you screamed so loudly when I came to take your brother away. She was like, I looked at you in the eye. And you're, she was like, we're not supposed to do that. And so like his whole life, like she kept like showing him up. And at one point, like he almost got hit by a train and she like hollered his name and he stopped and turned and looked just in time to like do it. So, like all these things. Um, And then, yeah, so she's just, and then he like, is basically telling her about how like she's terrible and she's evil. Cause she takes all these people and she was like, this is just my job. She was like, it's a name on a list. I come, I collect. This is like what I do. Like mm-hmm. she was like, yeah. She's like, I have hobbies. I knit. And she like, cause she like knitted her gray sweater.
0: Oh my God. I love that.
1: Yeah. So she was like, this is, Oh yeah. Cause, oh, he calls her death at one point and she's like, I am not death. I am not my job. Like she's like, no. Um, and then for her, yeah um and I guess I'll just spoil the ending so if you don't want to hear it if you actually like I mean this book is literally like 30 or 40 pages you can read it in 10 to 15 minutes so if you want to read it on your own and not know how it ends just go ahead and skip this but I'll be super quick uh so basically it's um he wants to trade his life for the little girl's life because he sees oh. her come and like cross off the girl's name and so like which means you're gonna die in like the next like 12-ish hours it kind of sounds like and he's oh. like and she's like all right he's like, death for death, for like you kill me and he's just like that's not how it works it's a life for a life and so and she's like and it's not what you think she was like the only way for this girl to go and live on forever is for him to never have existed before
0: oh and so
1: like everybody's memories of him everything is gone and he's like well like if i cease to exist will my son cease to exist And he's like no he'll have a different dad he'll have all these memories with a different dad all these things he's like he won't remember you at all um and he's just like gosh i don't know and so they end up going to like the bar that his son is bartending at because he hasn't told his son that he's like dying of cancer or anything like that so he goes and he just has a drink and or he has like a cup of coffee because he's been sober for a while now or something like that and the woman in gray like downs like three beers and he ends up having like a good chat with his son and i don't remember if he ends up telling his son that he loves him or not but he like has like a good chat and stuff um, and so then they, like, leave, and it's him, like, writing out this letter, and then at the end, he's, like, you're never gonna receive this letter, because I will never have written it. Um, and then he, like, tells the, great, the lady, the great, he's, like, okay, I'm ready. He's, like, is it cold where we're going? And then she hands him a pair of mittens. Oh, mm-hmm.
0: It ends like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's actually super cute. Yeah, yeah, it
1: was adorable, yeah. So the little girl lives, like, a whole full life, because I think at one point, he's, like, He's like, you're gonna look after her, right? Like, you're gonna look after her, like you looked after me. And the woman's like, she's like, yeah, I never liked rules, anyways. Cause like, they're not supposed to have favorites. They're not supposed to do any of these things. And she was like, meh, nah, I help so, her. Yeah. And so then it's like the next day, like it's like the, the girl will wake up and like be in remission the next day or some shit like that. But
0: oh, yeah, yours is like that cozy feel good I was hoping for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
1: So. That and it was cool. super, super quick. But yeah, so that's why I was like, I couldn't do, like, my whole cozy sewed episode What's on it.
0: That one, who's that one by?
1: It's Frederick Bachman. And it's called A Deal of
0: a Lifetime. I am interested. I would probably mm-hmm. read that. I mean, now super I cute. know how it ends. But still, it sounds great. <laughs> yeah. Well, and
1: there's, like, a lot more things that, like, go into we'll it. That, stuff, yeah. Yeah. And I still think, like, reading it, like, you get all the... You get all the cozy feels. I I bought it at the library in the, like, uh, Friends of the Library sale for three bucks or something like that. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. Anyways, hope everyone enjoyed our very first cozy
0: soda. Yeah, you got one good book and one terrible book. Well, short story.
1: Yeah. So you got two short stories in there. The book that I'm doing for my real cozy soda is an actual book. It's not going to be a short story.
0: Oh, ambitious. Mm -hmm. I'm
1: between two because the first one I'm only one chapter in and I'm not loving it. Oh. And so I might just give up right now and switch books while there's still time.
0: Yeah, I do it while you're ahead or not ahead.
1: Yeah. So, but y'all all all just have to wait and see. Waiting here. Waiting here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Anyways, yeah, check us out. Instagram. Isn't it past your bedtime? find us on twitter at iipyb underscore pod uh you can listen to us pretty much anywhere that you listen to podcasts we're on soundcloud spotify apple google podbean is new Mm -hmm. i saw that you added podbean i've never heard of that but congratulations podbean for getting us
1: yeah i hadn't heard of it either until Mm -hmm. i needed to download a new app so we're there
0: yeah we're on like blueberry basically anything i'm I'm done with my list yeah um (laughs) You can email us if you would like to chat or have any questions or suggestions at isn't it past your bedtime at Gmail. Are we at Gmail? We're at Gmail. We're at the Gmail, yeah. At the Gmail, at mm-hmm. gmail.com. And we'll catch you next week for yep. a full episode.
1: Yes, full length episode. All right, Yay, bye, everyone.
0: Favorites. Bye.